0: All right. Third time's a charm. So um, I'm going to wait for, I think, Dan and Wes from the Driveway Liberty podcast um, that I've been a regular listener of for quite some time. Uh, Yup. And uh, hopefully they're going to join me. I think we figured out that was the best way to do it. I was trying to invite them, but for some reason, when I went to invite them, um, there we go. (laughs)
1: <laughs> hey hey we're kind of uh
2: we're kind of doing this old garage style so all right yeah
0: we we did it i don't know i accepted you like five times before y'all showed up i was like don't tell me this isn't gonna work either all
1: right? well, the whole eastern time central time quagmire happened i think yeah, yeah.
2: oh yeah man I, but i am i am the most retarded when it comes to figuring <laughs> that out any time I go to East Florida, I'm always in my head saying, okay, our time is this, and then <laughs> local time is this. And When I'm telling the family, all right, you, we've got to get up at this time, I do the our time and local time. Frame.
0: Well, you'd think that you would have it figured out by now, being in the panhandle, like you it, should know this by now, right?
2: We should. We should. But, you know, it's we sometimes you forget that we're in two different time zones.
0: Yeah, get, I actually... I forgot. I think I, I I did forget until you mentioned it. I was like, oh wait, yeah. And then,
2: my uh, so- my dad will. He lives in Jacksonville, and he'll he'll hassle me sometimes. He's like, why were you up so late last night? I'm like, Dad, it was just ten in my time. It wasn't that late.
1: So
2: <laughs> anyway, and I'm 52, so I'm a grown ass man. You mind your business.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so Allie's here. Hi, Allie. Good to see you. I want to talk to you too. I want to catch up with you. So. Um. Yeah, it's nice to uh, meet you guys. I mean, I feel hey. like I kind of know you because I listen to you guys all the time, and I'm like, like in my car, like that's right. I I want to interject. I want to jump in. I want to <laughs> add my two cents a couple times, maybe issue a correction every once in a while. About me oh no, there's no wrong. there's no
2: nothing we say that no. our opinion
1: <laughs> is correct.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, So um, for those who don't know, um, the guy in the black hat, that's uh, Dan, 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 the girl man, I think. And the guy in the white hat, that's uh, Uncle Wes, Uncle Wes Herndon. And it's really, it's really weird they're talking to you in real life because I listen to all my podcasts on double speed. So I'm like, y'all sound retarded now. You're talking real (laughs) slow. Like, you know, like the Southern drawl that takes 25 IQ points off now because you're talking so
2: slow. Or at least. That's the assumption, at least, anyway. So, it, it it's, it's allows for a little covertness that some people don't get to enjoy. So, that Georgia accent get, gets me in a lot of doors sometimes. Yeah.
0: Is it, uh, is Georgia? I thought it was Alabama.
2: Oh, no, 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 no. Is there a don't, difference? Don't, don't, don't you, Do you know
0: a difference? Don't Can you, you tell blast a difference? Me
2: like that? No, there, there is actually a slight difference in the two accents. Um, I grew up in Southwest Georgia, so it's probably not as much of a difference as it is in other parts of georgia but there is a significant difference in the it's more in the meter and 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 the uh, the tempo and rhythms of the speech than it is in the pronunciations pronunciations are
1: very similar uh-huh. i'm from new york so i speak english uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah or or even like low country like south carolina so something mm-hmm. like south carolina georgia in Alabama, like I can't, or Mississippi, I don't know if Mississippians have an accent or not, but It I can't.
2: depends on where they're at. Yeah. If they're in the, from the low country in Mississippi, it's a slightly different accent. You know, it always astounds me as people from New Orleans versus people everywhere else in Louisiana. New Orleans and Baton Rouge, they sound like they're from Boston. Their, their accent really is, it doesn't sound Southern, and they get really mad if you say, hey man, what part of Massachusetts are you from? They they get upset at that. We have a lot of transplants from New Orleans and Baton Rouge over here, so it's it, it always strikes me as weird.
0: Yeah, anyway. yeah. So what's uh, what's going on with you guys, Driveway Liberty Media? I'm sad that Travis, did Travis just not want to do it anymore? He got life getting
2: in the way? Yeah, you know, life kind of got in the way, and, and right now, obviously, we're not drawing, if we're being honest, we're not drawing the income To be able to be self, where we can all quit our day gigs, so Mm -hmm. to speak. We still have Mm -hmm. to hold on to that. And Travis's job, he actually works for a corporation, whereas Dana and I are Mm self-employed. So Mm -hmm. it made it a little bit more sensitive for him to be able to say what he wanted to say. So it shackled him a little bit, and he just... He was starting to get some flack through work. He, was, he, he already had witnessed somebody trying to cancel him a little bit. And you know what? This doing a political podcast, it, it's a heart-wrenching thing because we sit around and we look at all this negativity and all this woke-ass culture, culture and virtue signaling and all of this stuff that, where they're trying to just shut conservatives down. And they're being quite successful, if we're being honest. I mean, you experienced that just recently with your doll purchase. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Can you believe it? I, I mean, like I, who knew that, that I had no idea that this was even like a thing. And, um, it really, what I found out though, um, you know, I, I was on Instagram for all of like, it was one of the very first reels that I made and it, it didn't happen right away. It was like three weeks later, after I made that reel, like the first one of the first ones I'd ever made, um, and they all somehow I must have—I uh, have to be careful about hashtags now because I think they found the hashtag and then that's where they got me. And then right. it was just a huge pile on. I mean, like, like accounts with a million followers, twenty-five thousand followers, fourteen. 000, I mean, like going hard for dolls. I'm like, I hope y'all go this hard for Jesus. Do y'all go this hard for Jesus? Just for plastic. Strong inanimate objects
2: right yeah it it, it it sounds like they need jesus right as as
0: what's, yeah. but what i found out too is a lot of them they're like how are y'all calling us groomers you know we're, we're a lot of them are still teens or you know i don't want to say kids but they're at least young adults you know teenagers and i'm like that's still sad so i'm like i, I felt bad too like i'm not going to punch back because these are obviously probably you know not not high status individuals, and I'm not going to punch down basically and make their life any harder by bullying them or you know clapping back on social media. But you know, I'm like, you know, that's really sad that our teens these days that like they they are immersing themselves in dolls. And, and part of it is because I mean, if they're and they're, they're all part of the LG, you know, well of the alphabet mafia, basically, right? Yeah, um, with the that's pronouns right. in the bio, oh, you know, the overlap is very strong. Let's put it that way. and um so i I didn't want to go hard at them and you just feel bad like well the reason they're playing with dolls is because dolls can't hurt them they're inanimate they they can't bully them they can't say mean things to them they can't trigger them and so that's why they immerse themselves in the world of dolls because the world of humans and real life is just too you know stressful for them for these type of people and it's really sad like where do we go so wrong where people can't cope with life even like other like I would say, fellow conservatives, older people, they're still talking about their anxiety. Oh, my anxiety. So we like, when did we get so anxious? What happened? We're
2: super soft. We're super soft as a society. I was listening to Jordan Peterson this morning, which is kind of part of my morning routine. I'll listen to a few clips of him. And he, just this morning, he was making the point. He said, why are you running to a safe space? Because the longer you stay in that safe space, the less capable, and this, I'm paraphrasing him, it's Not nearly as eloquent as Jordan Peterson puts it. But as long as you're running in this safe space and the longer you stay in there, the less likely you're going to be capable of handling adversity. Stronger people run into the danger and the unsafe spaces, and that's how they
1: are able and capable to handle things like that. Well, society has made it to where victimhood um, gets attention. People who are victims, and what you're describing is absolutely victimhood, where, you know, they put their sad story out there and they get a ton of attention. And the sad thing is the attention doesn't help in any way, shape, or form. It actually has the opposite effect, right? It makes them fall farther into it because they're kind of being validated based on their thought process, even though the thought process is broken. It is the opposite of what they should be doing. And what Wes is talking about, like, it's a difference between being brave and running into the fight, which is something that we do. We, you know, we do it in a kind of a safe way. We do it online. We still have that buffer and that protection, even though a lot of times this format that we choose and the fights that we choose don't, don't really have. This format is no longer protected with the cancel culture, et cetera. And we've even seen that situation with you know. Obviously, we talked about Travis, one of our co-hosts, yeah. who, in all reality, self-centered himself. Because you got to make a choice between your being able to make a living and provide for your family, and be able to fight this fight, which is, which which is ter- a terrible situation, but it is freaking fantastic. In regards to the bad people coming up with this, mm-hmm. like you, the the plan is is it works really well, but the issue is society is so broken, as we talked about earlier, that it works. It works. Yeah. People are, allow themselves to be manipulated into. Per, per
0: I think we're starting to see the ship right itself, though, a little bit. I mean, I, I'm seeing like like I'm trying not to get too blackpilled. I know you guys. And that's what's hard about doing a wow. very political podcast is that you have to immerse yourself in all this negativity all the time. And it really it does get to you. Um, but I feel like I am starting to see um, some signs of like, hey, we're 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 slowly, but we're slowly pulling opinion closer to us now.
2: Yeah, I absolutely agree with that. If you look at just strictly the Jason Aldean thing, which there's no reason for him to be canceled. It is a shit song, in my opinion, and I am a musician, so we'll take that for what it is. Um, But his message, there's nothing racist about that song, but you look at him being escalated to number one. Um, You look at Target's numbers. You look at Disney's numbers. You look at, you look at, people are tired of this shit. You know what I'm saying? I, I we crack, I'm cracking me and you. I mean, it's cracking. Me
0: up. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> we're cheering each other on in the comments.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about an echo chamber. Yeah. yeah. I
0: well, I mean, you know, that's why I wanted to do this. Like I was, am I'm, I'm trying to level up myself uh, and, and kind of, um, you know, pump up some of the stuff that I'm doing. And, well, and yeah. you
2: doing this, actually, it, it kind of excited me a little bit. I, can't, I don't know about Dan, but it excited me a little bit because I'm like, <laughs> this may be another platform in which we can, you know, we, I mean, we can get our messages out. And that's the thing. Conservative messages have been squelched so much and it's been shamed so much. And, and, and it, they have a bully pulpit. And we're not allowed to get up up beside them. So we've got to find every outlet we can to get a conservative message out.
0: Right. I feel like our people aren't on Instagram as much. They've all migrated to Twitter, which is great. But, you know, y'all talk about being shadow banned all the time. I look just to see if I'm shadow banned. I'm like, I'm not shadow banned. I guess people just really don't care what I have to say. I don't know. That's what it feels like sometimes.
1: Well, you might be ghost banned and you just don't know it. Yeah, That's the issue with us is where we'll put content out and – our content just doesn't show up in people's threads. That's that's the biggest thing. So they ghost ban you, whereas you're, you, you know, we've got you know a couple hundred followers or whatever the case may be, and the people that I know personally that I interact with say I don't see anything from you guys on Twitter. Yeah, I, I, and we each share it. We share, you know, we, we each have personal Twitter accounts. We also have a driveway liberty media account. And we share, we post the podcast episodes on the Driveway Liberty Media account, and then we share it on our personal accounts, and nobody sees it. I have another account on Twitter
2: that's not under my name. It's under a local attraction here that has 10,000 followers. And I will share sometimes, just as a test, share Driveway Liberty, you know, the podcast on there. Nothing. Now, if I share a picture of the beach, engagement goes way up. But if I share anything related to the podcast, it's squelched. It's absolutely squelched. Yeah, we, t- we talked
1: about in the podcast before. I have a, a, a Twitter account that is just sports because I'm a huge sports nut. You know, I follow my Miami Dolphins and my sports teams, and I play fantasy football and stuff. So I use that. That's separate. There's nothing political on there whatsoever. And I don't have a ton of followers because I'm not putting a lot of content onto it, but I've notice that whenever I replied to a hot button issue I had tons and tons of feedback people were replying to my comment etc but when I do the same thing under my either my own personal Twitter account or the driveway Liberty media there's no engagement whatsoever so that's why it's important and we thank you so much for sharing the cast too uh, that that people who
2: listen to us share the cast so mm-hmm. others, can can find us, you know, and listen to us. Not that, not that we're special. We just sit around and drink beer and and talk about politics. But sometimes pe- people say we have a unique perspective. Sometimes.
1: Well, the so. the idea behind our show is we our goal is to just a couple of regular guys talking about the local about the current event issues and giving our opinion, on it, trying to empower other people who are just regular Americans that, listen, you have an opinion here and you shouldn't be shy about sharing it. Uh Absolutely.
0: I'm almost wondering too, with Twitter, um, you know, obviously it's become more somewhat more friendly under Elon, but like, you know how they've rolled out all the subscriber things and there's still like lots of content creators that haven't been approved. And it seems like there's only certain people like, so it almost seems like they're amplifying Certain conservative voices, or or at least are, it, politically charged voices, but yet the rest of us still get nothing. Kind of like there's like favorite. Well, and I and think are.
2: I think there is a message. And look, you know, we say it on the podcast all the time. Not every conservative is a good conservative. Actually, we don't say that often, but I will say <laughs> that today. When we record. Not every conservative is a good a, a good conservative as it relates to the official message. Um, and the thing is, it's really a lot. Thanks to J six and a lot of this, a lot of people still fall for that. You're a racist, you're a white supremacist, you're a misogynist stuff. And that shuts them up. So what I assume is going on is those people who haven't been labeled as such are getting a platform other than Tucker and Tucker's just too big to ignore. Mm
1: -hmm. Um,
2: and then the rest of us are just kind of like, well, we're scared that they're going to say something. And, and look, if you don't like cussing and you don't like people saying shit like they should, you don't need to watch, listen to our podcast. I tell people that all the time. But and, and I get it. We're not for everybody. I mean, my own father's a pastor. So he he says, I love your cast, but y'all cuss too much. I can't well, I can't listen to it. He, he can't be riding down the road with his windows down and us dropping an F-bomb. <laughs> it, it looks bad on him. You know? <laughs> I, I've
0: got somebody but, requesting to join. Should we let them join?
2: I don't. I, I don't care. Yeah, sure. <laughs>
0: okay, sure. The more, the merrier. Let's 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 have a party here. Let's All right, see. sure. Um, I think I'm trying to allow Truth Seeker oh one oh one 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 to join. Sometimes they have. To, I have to accept six or seven times before the the video catches up. <laughs> Truthseeker, Seeker, are you there?
1: I say we got a troll. <laughs> yeah
0: it could be oh she she yep just kidding oh i'd
1: love to have a troll pop oh
0: that'd be great i mean tell me <laughs> yeah. tell me how precious their dolls are please do yeah and, and
2: i was going to tell you earlier that um you getting all of that interaction you should wear that as a badge of courage
0: oh i do so i was kind of like you know but, i follow tom woods you guys know tom woods yeah yeah, yeah. So I'm on his like email list and everything. And so he always has this thing like monetize your haters. I'm like, God damn it. I was like, I wish this would have happened like when I had more followers, but I, I don't have anything. And I was trying to like what sucked the the most. Like I didn't care like the attack. I mean, they're saying all sorts of nasty things to me and disparaging my looks and my parenting. And I didn't really care about that. What sucked though was literally I was nobody. I didn't have a single solitary person coming to my defense. And I'm just like, fuck me, man. It'd be nice if just somebody, somebody out there. So I'm like one woman on an island trying to like fend off this unhinged attack from these unhinged weirdos. And that's what sucked the most. Just like, I can't even monetize it. I can barely even get people to like say one thing. It was 99.9%, you know, negative towards me. And because I've got no following on here, I just kind of had to sit back and take it.
1: So. You had mentioned earlier when we were talking about um, being canceled, etc. One thing that we all have to understand is that we have the power. When we let them cancel us or we shy away or we self-censor, we're giving them the power. We give them the double-barrel middle finger and just keep doing what you're doing, keep getting your message out there. Then eventually, and I think what's happening is – the reason why we're making headway with that is there's a lot of people that are that are just not apologizing, they're not self-centering, censoring, they're just gonna they're continuing forward. It may offer an explanation like Jason Aldean did about like I don't understand why people are attacking me on this. Right. And and that's fine, but he didn't take his song down, he didn't take his tweet down, he just left it up there. Keep do not let them censor you. No. Fight the fight, tell them to pound sand, right? And, and moving forward.
0: And I think people are finally getting wise to that because they realize that if, if if this isn't, nobody nobody on the left is trying to play nice. So it's not like, oh, if I just ignore them, they're going to go away and they're going to find something. No, these people are vicious and they play to win. And so if you give an inch, if you show any sign of weakness, um, they're going to just throw it in your face and, and, and they don't care. It's not going to gain you any favor with them. They still hate you, even if you apologize. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's no,
2: literally nothing you can say mm-hmm. that's going to appease them. So well, start trying to appease them. Tell them to fuck off and they're being ridiculous. Your that's, apology that's what you is...
1: Do. If you apologize, you're admitting you were wrong. Mm-hmm. So don't give them that power. No. You, unless, you, unless you did do something or say something that you believe is wrong, then by all means apologize. Sure. Because we all fly out the handle, etc. from time to time. Right. But if you're... If you're doing what you believe in and you're doing what you believe is right, do not apologize.
0: Yeah, you know. So I, 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 I want to talk to you guys, and I know, I know that she was like Voldemort, uh, you know, up in the panhandle. We can't speak her name because we don't want to invite the crazy. No, uh,
2: let's invite the crazy. Let's well,
0: invite her. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you, did y'all know who I'm talking about.
2: Well, I know exactly who you're talking about. She ran. <laughs> a He's a psycho bitch, and we've said that a number
0: of times. I know, because, you know, you try not to say her name directly, but I'm going to say Miss Rebecca Jones, because she's, yes. just a, she's just a train wreck that you cannot look away from. She and I follow passionate. her story very closely, and I'm actually part of a Twitter group that, like, we all talk about her. So, like, you know, just trying. But it, it's it's remarkable well she's remarkable number one just the the and people just don't realize how psychopathic she is and i mean that like probably in a clinical way like we're not being hyperbolic here she is a psychopath and um but what's more interesting though too are all of her followers and her her simps and it does not matter how much primary source documentation and evidence that you throw in their face showing like all of her lies and, you know, that the court cases she's lost that she tries to lie about, they won't believe you. That's, to me, almost more shocking, almost more shocking than everything that she does. Although, you know, nothing she does shocks me anymore. No,
2: it, it, the evidence, what what happens is when they are confronted with evidence and facts, they go to whataboutism. Mm. They either go to what whataboutism or they go to straightly attacking you personally. That's what you found out. You made some logical point uh, points. You were questioning why this doll was dressed like a hoe and those are valid parental thoughts those are absolutely valid thoughts in questioning why this doll was being marketed to four and five-year-olds and then they attacked you they didn't attack your argument so what we have to do as conservatives is like sit back and say all right they're attacking me or they're using this what aboutism because you say something about joe biden the next thing out of a liberal's mouth is always, well, Trump did this, or DeSantis did this, or so-and-so did that. They deflect from the actual logical point you made, and you say, look, we I'll be glad, and this is one of my stock lines, I'll be glad to discuss that in a minute. Let's go ahead and continue discussing what I started talking about. Because yeah. all that aside is irrelevant to this conversation.
0: The good news, bad news with Rebecca Jones, at least Matt Gates has such a huge following. But the bad news is, is he is a flawed person. I mean, kind of. I mean, there is at least, I mean, there, there's a ethos around him. So, you know, whatever. He's got some rumors that are attached to him, whether they're true or not. I mean, but so she, she probably, I think, purposely thought that if she tried to run against him, even though he's got, you know, I think in her mind, she actually thought she had a shot and that he was going to be in jail and yeah. she was going to sneak out, sneak in there. Which you don't need that psychopath anywhere near the reins or lovers of power. Oh my goodness!
1: No, no, you absolutely the, don't. You know when when you were talking about how you know devoted her followers are. When you're in a cult, you don't believe people who are not in the cult. Like it's hard to convince you, and and cult means many different things in many different situations. Cognitive dissidents, etc. Is cultish behavior. Like you, you believe in the person or the person's ideals more than you believe in reality or anything else. And well, it, I mean, it's human nature.
2: You, you don't like admitting you're wrong, and you, you've if you've respected somebody. Maybe Rebecca did something really respectable to this particular crowd. I know she's she's big on killing babies, and a lot of people respect that, um, but. If if they do if somebody does something like that and you start following that individual and you have a respect for that individual, it is very difficult. It's like turning a ship. It is so hard to admit
1: we as humans are wrong when we are. But she, mm-hmm. she's also a soldier of their cult. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. fighting their fight that they believe in. So any evidence you give to them that they, that disparages her or uh, counters her argument. They dismiss. It's kind of like the star quarterback getting away with shit
2: in high school. It's the same same thing, mm-hmm. you know. Regardless of what he no, he's he's really a good kid at heart, or the fight is worth the crazy, or whatever excuse you want to make. Sorry, we're dominating your conversation today. anyway. I'm oh, sorry. That, <laughs> that,
0: that, that's <laughs> a have,
1: I've
0: got about eight minutes, and then I gotta and then I got a jet. But yeah, so it's just an interesting phenomenon, and, and you know, I think what's Wrong with one of the many, 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 many things that's wrong with society today is that people have a commitment to a tribe and not a commitment to the truth. And yeah, that, that's a great
2: we, phrase. I'm going to steal that.
0: Great, do that. And uh, <laughs> you know, but we see it on our side too. I mean, yes, we're 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 bagging on Rebecca Jones, and she absolutely deserves it because she's a god awful human. But you see that too with uh, MAGA and Trump and everything, and it's like, yeah. look. I mean, I had he had my lukewarm support for a while. But, like, I'm not a cultist, and I'm like, I can call out his shitty behavior and his contradictions and the things he didn't get done, but you try and point that out to one of his MAGA cultists, and it's the same thing as trying to point out all of Rebecca Jones's misdeeds. They won't believe you, they've got an excuse, you know, trust the plan, yada, 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 and it's really like, and they are just as toxic as those people on the left that do the same thing with her.
1: Breach. <laughs> yes. They are. They are. You see it uh, now that the um the primaries start to heat up, the online attacks from the Trump cult on DeSantis uh is, is insane. And and my reply is always hey, listen, you're fighting the wrong people. Fight the Marxists across the aisle that are trying to destroy our country. Stop fighting somebody who's on your side. Right.
0: So here's the paradox that we find ourselves in, because you know, because we've got this cult of personality surrounding Trump Um, and, you know, the, the manga cultists, they're never, ever, ever going to accept anybody else as their fearless leader, but, you know, and I don't put much stock into polls, but in as much as, as you, as you do, Trump still can't beat Joe Biden in another No,
2: hell
0: not. And so now,
2: DeSantis
0: DeSantis can, but you're not getting, you know, like Trump can't grow his base beyond his manga cultists and the manga cultists aren't going to get behind DeSantis, so you've got a candidate that actually can win. And so now maybe, I don't know whose brilliant play this is, but now you've got a house divided, basically. And that means we're going to get railroaded again in 2024.
2: Yeah, yeah. well, that's exactly right. And it's and it part of it's by design from the left, but we are also contributing to it as conservatives. I say we collective. I'm not. You're not. Dan's not. But as conservatives, we are contributing to the Democrat plan by bashing other conservatives, you know that who's uh, the CEO guy. He's probably got the next best. At least he sounds more logical. What's his name? Uh, Vivek. Vivek.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. He's. I mean, he's. He's probably. And then, yeah, obviously, the Democrats are are murdering RFK. I mean, they're they're killing him. And you know, I I don't like him. Because of his Second Amendment stances. But everything else he says sounds beautiful. If it were, if,
0: if, if by the grace of God somehow RFK um, got the nomination and it was RFK versus Trump, who would you go who Oh,
2: RFK? Who, who would I vote for? Yeah. I'd vote for Trump. I'd probably vote for Trump just based on the Second Amendment thing. Even though... Trump banned but stocks. He's not as uh, Second Amendment as. Katie, it,
0: Katie it, likes. I don't. Katie P sixty five. She likes Vivek. I like Vivek too. You know, but people are saying he's another Trojan horse. Um, that he's another globalist. You know, WEF plan. I don't know that I believe that. I think he's addressed that successfully. But like that, he sounds like a walking placard of conservative platitudes. Like he just basically. He minds, does. But I like it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, we we need to. And this is, we've talked about this in depth on our podcast. We need to get away from the best sounding, the best orator, the person who tells you everything you want to hear, mm-hmm. the best looking, and, and their physical characteristics. Because when they get in office, those perfect people, those perfect candidates are not perfect leaders. When they yeah. get in, they don't do most of what they promised they were going to do. Now, I think... Trump was different because he did. I think, I think he could have done more. He could have fought harder, but he did get a lot done, or a significant portion done of the things that he talked about. But Trump isn't a pretty guy. I mean, but he's he's great at fighting, yeah, and counterpunching and making people look stupid who go after him. But at the same time, <coughs> Trump's decision-making once he got an office and things that he had control over like his personnel decisions and those kind of oh, things God. were you know
0: horrible. his personnel decisions i'm like look it's it's if you get one wrong okay if you get a couple wrong that's fine but every single last cabinet person or person of influence that he surrounded himself by was an absolute swamp dweller and yeah. the fact that and I'm like for somebody who who brags about picking all the best people and he had a show called The Apprentice and everything. Um, and yet literally he every single one, every single one was literally one of the worst people you could ever imagine to pick for that position. Like that—that's like things that make you go, hmm. You know, look, like
1: look at his vice president and what he's doing on the campaign trail. <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Uh huh. I, I love that. I love that Tucker basically nuked his career right there on the stage.
2: Okay. Oh yeah, no, yeah, is on. He did it himself. It's yeah. like, yeah. Oh, I, I was like, I
0: mean, like literally, I did a, I did a show. He's like. You know, talking about all these American, you know, the American border and fentanyl and things like that. And why don't we worry about our-, our borders and our concerns? And and Mike Pence literally said, well, that's not my concern. I was like. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me.
1: Worried. What? It's just they're just worried about funneling that money. Well, I mean, it's the establishment. It, whether you're left or right, it's the establishment. They painted Putin as the ultimate boogeyman. They mm-hmm. made him look like the most powerful villain on Earth. And he's really not. But they have to continue that narrative in order to generate that you, you money know what? I know, in Ukraine that they've had since right, the beginning of this.
0: Right. And I know it's un to say this. I know we have to start every conversation with, well, I don't I don't agree with Putin. But, you know, I'm like, no, I agree with Putin about a lot. He's no yeah. more psychotic and despotic than any of our leaders. And he says what he says makes a lot of sense to me. I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't support him any more than I support any of our current politicians, which is not to say much because I, I think very little of all of them. Right. But I don't think he's any worse well, than anybody to... on our side. So, like, no, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like he's not a rational, strong leader that is actually very well, very popular in Russia. And he's 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 truthful, at least when I see him, you know, do, give international speeches. It's not full of bluster and, and blubber like both Trump and Biden, you, Biden can't even form a coherent sentence. What, what Putin is saying is rational. Right. It's more or less truthful. I mean, it's never 100% truthful. But, you know, he's giving it to you straight. He's not yeah. pissing on your leg and telling you it's raining, not as much as our politicians do. So, you okay. know what? And they're at least taking a stand in these cultural wars, banning things like transgender surgeries and, you know, promoting Western values and Christian culture, which we're not doing. So,
1: Exactly. Well, so, he, he's acting in the best interest of the country that he leads. Yeah, which is his job. which, which may be counter to some of our interests, mm-hmm. which is fine. But he's acting in his country. He's doing what he's supposed to do as the leader of his country. He's not some big bad wolf. He's not Doctor Evil. It the the picture they have painted is a smokescreen. It's the Wizard of Oz behind the curtain kind of crap mm-hmm. to where. They use that in order to further their agenda, whatever it is, pick one, funneling money to Ukraine, money laundering, getting rich off of what is happening in, they did it in Iraq, they're doing it in Ukraine. If we ever actually go to a war where we're actually physically involved, which we may actually be, but to the point where we've got private companies entering in like we did in Iraq private security companies going in and fighting a war, a private war, and then going in and uh, taking over assets that are in Ukraine. Because right now the war's not being fought in Russia. It's being fought in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So if we went in just like when during the Iraq war, we went in and private military companies made a shit ton of money going in there. I could see it moving in that direction in Ukraine.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, you got the money laundering thing that are that has been going on even with the previous, before Zelensky, the previous administration.
0: I can't wait to uncover this. This You know, something nefarious is going down. I don't know why Ukraine is the center of it, but I can't wait to figure it out. But, um, boys, men, guys, Dan and Wes, I got to get going. I got uh, to be on another call, chit chat here. So, um, I have enjoyed this. I think we should yeah. do this more often.
2: We should. It was yeah. a good time. You, to call um, you can in find me.
0: I'm on here as Haley Heathman, but my my podcast is What Can We Do? It's on Rumble. You can find me at Liberty Alliance Network, libertyalliancenetwork.com. com. And guys, why don't you give us a quick plug before we get out of here?
2: Yeah, we're uh, the Driveway Liberty Podcast. The parent company is Driveway Liberty Media, which is this account that we're coming from right now. Give us a listen. We're on Spotify, Amazon, Audible, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everywhere podcast can be found. We're there. Yeah. So All right. and- you know, I know you need to go. Yeah,
0: well, I'm glad I'm glad we we got it going. Third time was a charm. But, you know, we'll, we'll do better the next time.
2: Yeah.
0: We got it figured out, you know, so now we have a, a template. We'll, we'll try and set this up again. All right. Hey, uh, good meeting you officially. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you guys again soon. All right.
2: All right. Sounds good. Take care.
0: Bye. Bye.